And what's going on, everybody? How what's you guys up? doing? Good. How are you boys? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right. We just we ate. <laughs> we just ate. <laughs> what's going on, everybody out there? Welcome to the Geeking Squad podcast, episode number three. Yay. Yay. Yeah, we're <laughs> so much enthusiasm, let me tell you. Yeah, we are back with the third episode of the Geeking Squad podcast. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Larry, across the table from me in his NASA shirt, still still waiting for the aliens to come yeah. and take him away <laughs> once and for all. We have none other than Vito. And then the uh, double-sided, double-stick tape we have here in the middle. <laughs> You know, that we use to just keep it all together. Just keep us in check. And the cream to the Oreo here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have none other than. Megan. And uh, yeah, it, again, since this is still kind of a new show, I'll just give a brief explanation. Uh, Geeking Squad podcast is an offshoot of the Geeking Poetic podcast network whatever the electric company uh it's, i guess this is kind of like our main show now in a in a sense you know i think we're going that way yeah we're digging it i mean we do all sorts of stuff we have all sorts of videos on our youtube channel which if you haven't seen we highly suggest you go check it out geeking poetic and we have other segments that we do we do things about sci-fi shows and we do stuff about toy collecting and we do stuff about horror and sci-fi and action adventure and all sorts of stuff like that but the point of this show is that we talk about topics that have been posted or discussed or and memes, all these other things that are mentioned in the Geeking Squad forum, our group on Facebook. And that, that group is free to join. Anybody is mm-hmm. free to join. So if you haven't, if you're listening to this and you haven't joined the Geeking Squad, make sure. You... Pause and go do it now. Yeah. Okay. Do it now. We're going to give you a moment and welcome, welcome back. back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll join us over there. And we encourage people to share all sorts of stuff, little tidbits and articles about pop culture things, mostly. Mm -hmm. We don't get into religion. We don't get into politics. We stay away from all that malarkey. But if there's new things coming out about TV shows or movies or books or toys or music, anything, um, you know, post it in there. And then we're going to keep picking things to talk about on this show. Which is what we did in the first two episodes, mm-hmm. and we're going to do it again tonight. Sure are. Yep. There's all sorts of stuff to get into, but before we get into the uh, meat and potatoes of it all, how have you guys been doing? Tired. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, Megan, what about you? You've had stuff going on. You've been busy. I've been busy. I got I got a promotion at work. Woo! Yes. Woo-hoo! So I started that this week, and it's been, I guess last week technically, It's it's been... Hectic. It keeps me on my toes all day, but the day goes by really fast, so that's nice. That's the best. Yeah. When you're not like dragging ass at work. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it's only like, oh my gosh, it's time for me to lunch. <laughs> yeah. I better get to. I better go if I'm gonna go. I need to go. <laughs> so. But. Yeah. And then I'm in obviously playing outside in my my plants, and I've been spray painting everything I possibly can get my hands on. Even the plants. <laughs> not the plants. Okay, yet. I was gonna say that was. It's kind of productive. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that, but like the mailbox I've painted and took it apart and painted it and painted poles and painting lights and painting bells. and If I can paint it, I'm going to take it apart and paint it. So And injuring yourself. And injuring myself. Yeah, I scratched my eyeball yesterday with the plant. It 
fought back. It fought back. <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> and then she delved into some poison ivy. Uh, yeah, and then I, yeah, I did that too. All in one day, within an hour. <laughs> She's got a special skill when it comes to yeah, injuring I'm, herself. I'm one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> Putting herself into harm's way. There's just nobody that manages it quite like Megan yeah. does. What, what do you guys say that I trip over air? Yeah. <laughs> I can't say much because I'm I'm pretty You're bad. You're not much too. better, so no, you I, shush over there. <laughs> I know. I I I can barely stand up straight. It's not a joke. I just I. <laughs> you have had some issues lately. Yeah, it's been getting worse. I think I've got something going on with my my left ear in particular. I especially I notice when I sing, but I think there might be something going on here with like nerves or something in my vocal, in my throat, in my ear. It's all kind of connected, you know. Mm-hmm. I notice if you notice sometimes a lot of times now when I talk a lot, like my throat will get raspier. And everything is so. Yeah, you're clearing your throat a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think it's time we get down to brass tacks. I don't know what that. I don't even know what that means. I just felt it just it just sounded like one of those things you're supposed to say. Let's get down to brass tacks. Um, I wonder but, where that catchphrase came from. Yeah, who the fuck knows? Some uppity white guy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I think it is about time that we go into a little segment that we call. What's shaking, bacon? All right, so yeah, like talking about what's shaking, bacon. In this segment, we are just going to start talking about stuff that's been uh, brought up, miscellaneous bits that have been brought up in the Geeking Squad groups. So um, anybody want to start? Yeah, I I saw uh, on the Geek Squad and stuff that the Netflix movie that just came out this week, I think, The Last Days of American Crime, has like a 0% Rotten Tomatoes. Like, how is it even possible? At least you have to have 1%, right? I was like, how bad can this be? So I had to go check it out. And? Yeah, it's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, I mean, it has a cool concept. It's basically America is in ruins. Everybody's just a bunch of criminals. Like, you can be shooting up a place and running out and robbing them and stuff. And then nobody's batting an eye. Like, this is just how life is. And people are dancing naked in the streets. They're like, whatever. This is. So it's it a now. It's recent documentary. I was just going to say, so it's a documentary. <laughs> well, I think it takes place in like 2025. So it's... it's, it's we're headed yeah. that We're way. headed that way. Um, and basically what's going to happen is the government is implementing in like a two days time or something um, this peace initiative where they basically take it in your brain waves. They put something in there where you don't want to commit the crimes anymore. Mm. I guess like you could see you committed the crimes and you see what happens. It's like a mind control it's thing. It's a mind control yeah. thing, exactly. So these people get together. I like there is no good guy in this movie. They're all bad guys. Okay. Every one of them. It's like they're just all out for themselves and they're they're getting they some of them got together and they're going to pull off this last American heist. And then the thing is, like, everybody's going to Canada. Because Canada doesn't have this. They don't have these problems. They're, you know, they're all defecting to Canada. Mm-hmm. But before this initiative starts and everything, because they don't want people in Canada, they want to keep them here. It's like if you go, like, running for the border and stuff, they just shoot you. So it's a very, it's a very shoot them up movie. It's like if they can shoot you. They won't. It's, you're going to get shot. Okay. Multiple times. Just for fun. Like, Jesus, really? You, you need to keep shooting him? And, like, people are flipping out and stuff like that. And it's more comical than... Scary. Scary. Yeah. And, okay. And, yeah. And, yeah. Did they just get, like, the tone wrong? 
Or is it yeah. supposed to be like that? Or No. No? No. It's supposed to be very serious. And, like, I... I didn't really connect or feel for any of the characters. Like, I hate you all. I don't like any of you. I mean, I guess the girl, she was semi-okay, but I'm like, eh, I really don't care about her either. So, and then, like, introduce you to this cop, and you, like, get his part of his backstory. You're like, oh, okay, this is going to be the guy that, like, saves the world and everything, and at the end, he's going to, like, make it all come together, and it's going to be our own new John Wayne and stuff like that. And yeah, that was a whole lead up to nothing. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand where this is even going. And like it, they at the end, they get the semi and he like just plows through all the guards, the, the Canada and the, the brick barriers. And I was like, they go on this big long bridge. It's like, oh, they're going to blow up the bridge and they're going to kill him. You know, I'm like, nope. Then he gets across the bridge. I was like, Say, why didn't everybody just use a fucking semi and go across this bridge and get to Canada? I don't know. It was just very poorly done, I think. It was a cool concept. Sounds like a cool concept. Yeah. I was like, oh, this I don't see how this could be that bad. I was like, mm, yeah. And it's a Netflix like original? It's a Netflix original, yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know if it really deserves 0% because... Some people may get some enjoyment out of it. I'm just not like a Vito. shoot. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, now I want to watch it. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not a shoot 'em up kind of movie. You know, when they're real close and it's a lot of blood and like. Yeah. I don't know, but I I think somebody would enjoy it. Yeah, I don't even think Birdemic has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, dude. Dude, Birdemic. Not is even Birdemic so two. And that that one's even worse. There's a two. Oh. You you haven't seen two? The Resurrection, dude. <laughs> Oh no. my god! <laughs> the resurrection. All right, you guys should stay an extra two hours before you leave, so we can watch it. Oh tonight. my god! <laughs> I know. Good incentive there. I, I do need to be put to sleep. So, maybe. have you ever seen Birdemic? I've never. I don't oh, know what you guys are Megan. talking about. Oh, Megan! I have to see the first one before I can see the oh, second one. Don't yes. I? Yes, it's. I can't even explain to you. See what when how you know bad. when people say, "Oh, it's the worst movie ever." You're like, yeah, okay, I've heard that before. No, this is literally. The worst movie, I think that's. Ever is it been made. is it worse than the room? Yeah, yeah, I think it is worse than the room. Yeah. The room's wow. pretty fucking bad. Yeah, huh. but the room. Well, I, I was going to say it actually kind of makes sense in a lot, but it doesn't at all. But <laughs> Birdemic, yeah, it's just weird. I'll let's just say the the Birdemic is a romantic thriller. That's how he. That's how he like describes the movie, which it's not. It's just. Yeah, it's just awful. Yeah, I'm sure there's people that have that are listening to this that have seen Birdemic. You just got to kind of back us up on this and tell make, help us explain it to Megan when after you yeah. listen to this. I mean, I think it's incredible because I <laughs> I just I it's so fascinating to me that it exists. Like I've seen it at least seven times by myself. Wow, which is almost an impossible feat for people to get through it. But I enjoy it for some Vito, reason. My God, man, I don't. Yeah, you're you're, yeah. So you're, you're gonna love this movie. Vita. I was just gonna say this movie that you're talking about, Megan. You know, it's gonna get one vote. That's gonna be like an eighty nine percent or something. <laughs> Vito's gonna be like, I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. It was really fucking stupid and bad. I loved it. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have to let us know. You have to check it out and let us know what All you right. think. I'm dying to know. <laughs> But I do think we need to get you to watch Birdemic at some point. Oh. You need to see it at least once. All right. It's, oh my God, it's so bad. <laughs> it, it'll help if we're in a group watching it then. Like if you sat by yourself, there's no you'll way. You'll never you, make it you'll through. You'll never it. make it through by yourself. Okay. No. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's more of like a group, let's have fun watching this type of movie, you know? You know, kind of like a Ginger Dead Man movie. Well, that one's enjoyable by itself as well. <laughs> yeah, that's debatable, Vito. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> Speaking of th- things you guys enjoy and everything, weren't you? Th- what were you saying was just coming to the Disney Channel? Uh, the Dinosaurs TV show. Yeah, buddy. Oh. I love that show. I don't know why. I don't know why either. <laughs> not the mama. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not the mama. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, that was good times, man. It was good times. That's why I missed the 90s, man. <laughs> <laughs> the just, whole TGIF uh, lineup yeah. is fucking amazing. I lived for that yeah, shit. Yeah, me too. That was like the pinnacle of like the younger years for us, uh, man. It's like yeah. waiting for Friday night. Uh-huh. TGIF, yeah. baby. You got a four-hour window I'm blocking off for tonight just to watch these fucking sitcoms. Yep. <laughs> Those shows were so bad. <laughs> no, they weren't. They were so wholesome and amazing. They were. And they taught us a lot of life lessons that we needed to know it. They that did. Very gender age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. <so> well, <laughs> here's part of the problem, all right? Okay, first of all, I'm considerably older than the both of you because <laughs> I'm almost 10 years older than Vito. Uh, well, close, almost, something like that. You, I'm like seven years older than mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. So now I did enjoy Step by Step a little bit. I really enjoyed Step by yeah, Step. Step by Step. I mean, it had Suzanne Summers. So yeah, that, I mean. was, <laughs> that was a party bonus. And that theme song. So good, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I never got into uh, uh, Urkel and Family Matters. Oh. Love, love, loved Family Matters, dude. Yep, I'm with so them much. <laughs> I I quote them all the time, and you're like, "What the fuck is that from, man? Why do you keep saying that?" I think I'm gonna start calling you Merkel. Merkel. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with that. You can call me. We're Merkel. gonna we're gonna get you some flood pants and some suspenders and big old glasses, so the next time you go grabbing poison ivy and everything, you're gonna go. Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Right, I could see that. Yep. <laughs> I, I think didn't Steve have a cousin named Myrtle or something like that? Oh, I kind Maybe. of remember that. Right? That was real nerdy like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of remember She's that. The girl, and when he turned into Stefan with. The but I was just gonna say, didn't? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he was this nerdy little. He's, I am. He's this nerdy little teenager when he blossomed into this amazing man. So it's kind of like you. It's kind of like Megan when she gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> the look of the admission of guilt on her face that you guys can't see right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she goes from Merkel to Megan. <laughs> That's what we're going to say from now on when we see Megan start getting all drunk and loosen up. We're gonna like, like, oh, here comes Megan. <laughs> here comes Megan. She's a Maganer. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Make Vito spit his drink out over yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> so what were the other shows that were out there? So it was Dinosaurs, Step by Step, Family Matters. There was some Full House. Full House. Oh, that is the the dredge of it all. Oh, come Dude. on. What? That was good, man. I, yeah. Full House? Yeah. Fuck it, yeah. Oh, my God. Kimmy Gibbler? Yeah. Fucking Gibblers? DJ? You're trying. I'm just gonna say you're trying that. Your your first line of defense against my hatred of Full House is Kimmy Gibbler. She's fun and quirky. 
Oh boy, we see who Megan's role models were. <laughs> I, I had a crush on Candace Cameron for a little Heck bit too. Heck yeah, she was so. gorgeous. And her oh boyfriend, boy. Steve? Well, yep. I didn't have a crush on him. Well, I, was <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant for me. Yeah. <laughs> he was a hottie. I mean, Uncle Jesse. Have mercy. Seriously. They fucking had the Beach Boys on there? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we know Megan loves I the, love Beach the Beach Boys. I love the Beach Boys, so... <laughs> Trying to think if there's any good '90s television stuff that I miss. Well, you know what? There, you know what I miss from '90s television mm-hmm. that people don't. Well, because I'm a nerd, so of course I'm gonna miss this. I miss all those kind of weird, like um, I liked all like the adventure and sci-fi type shows. I mean, not just Star Trek and stuff like that, but there was like those. Uh, I liked Hercules. Love oh, Hercules dude. and yeah, Xena. Like Xena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Xena was Sinbad, good too. But there was Jack other. Of all trades. There was yeah, all those kind of things. And what was there was another one that was kind of like, was it like an Alan Quartermain one or something? Oh yeah. Like that? Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there was like they had that. There were different ones that there were, was Adventure Inc. with Michael Bean and yeah. um, Tia Carrera. Um, my favorite, of course, was Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> of course it was. You and five other people remember Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. But no, in all seriousness, like I loved a lot of those shows that I would catch on like WGN. It was or, WGN Action Pack or mm-hmm. UPN, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they'd be showing it, rerunning it at like UPN. three in the morning. Yeah, dude. You know? Yes. And I started really getting into some of those. Those were really good. You guys remember Mantis? Yeah. Dude. Oh yeah, Mantis was okay. good. See now that's to me Viper. Yeah, that's to me that's good like 90s television stuff. The non like family values type of shows, right? Yeah, those things just They got... were corny. I mean, but they were still like good. They're still great. <laughs> they had their moments, but I just could I could never get into We're in... just not going to sell them on it, <laughs> are we? I could never get into Full House, man. We're never going to go and watch them Full House. Mm-hmm. Bob Saget and although Bob Saget's funny in real life, yeah. you know. Um mm-hmm. Bob Saget and Nothing it... like his character. No. 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 <laughs> Uncle Joey. Was it Uncle Joey? Dave Uncle Coulier. Joey. Yeah. Cut it out. Yeah. yeah fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Isn't he the one that Alanis Morissette wrote You Ought to Know About? Yeah. Man, now you listen to that song, and I mean, did any, would anybody listen to that song and be like, man, you know who I bet this song's about? Fucking Uncle Joey. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy that would... I could picture like some chick going down on him in a theater like she sings about in there, right? You know, <laughs> fucking fuck. Oh, fuck Full House. Man. I don't like that show. The Olsen twins, like they're so cute and adorable. I'm like, the fuck are you looking at? I'm like, <laughs> they were cute and ad- oh my gosh. Okay. <sighs> wow. All right. I thought that the middle daughter, the, the blonde Jody one. Jodie Sweetin. Yeah. I thought she was funny. I liked her. I they, got her autobiography upstairs on Sweetened. Oh, yeah. She had quite a lot. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know, when I brought when I brought her up, I guess I should have known better that the last thing I expected was for Vito to say very matter-of-factly, like, oh, yeah, I've got her autobiography upstairs. <laughs> I've read that fucker five times. <laughs> wow. She's been through some shit. It's interesting. Yeah. I've, I, yeah, I've heard that. It's just, oh my gosh. 
<laughs> Speaking of 90s stuff and everything and, and 90s, just going back to that. So I saw somebody, I forget, did you post it? Somebody posted about that they're bringing back those fucking Tamagotchi things. Tamagotchi pet, virtual pets. Available in July. <laughs> wow, that's going to that's gonna do gangbusters. Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> did you ever have one? No, but a couple kids in grade school did. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't Mostly know if the I girls, had an actual Tamagotchi. I think I had like a knockoff. Yeah, I forgot the name of, names of those knockoffs, but those are probably what the kids at my school had. Yeah. I don't think they had a Tamagotchi. Yeah, because these things are, new ones are like 60 fucking bucks. Like for a virtual pet. <laughs> yeah, you just had ghetto gotchies. Yeah. <laughs> she just got a fucking pet rock for that kind of thing. <laughs> that's what i grew up with being a 70s kid i remember when they came out with a pet rock and i had i had teddy ruckspin well i i did not have teddy ruckspin not that i'm not trying to cop out if people are like oh you're no dude i would buy teddy ruckspin now i love teddy ruckspin yeah, if you can afford it those things are like they're expensive right now. yeah and teddy ruckspin had his that that worm friend grubby yeah grubby yeah <laughs> it's like fuck yeah grubby that dude's awesome <laughs> no but those things were i th- i thought those things when they came out they were ingenious and even before that would you before your guys time back in the late 70s mego came out with a little robot that you could put different eight track cartridges mm. in Mm-hmm. And I think his name was like 2XL or something like that. I I forget off the top of my head. There's probably nerds out there yelling right now. It's not the name, <laughs> asshole. I don't remember. But it was kind of similar. You know, yeah. you'd put it you'd put it in there and it would move a little bit and it would talk. You could play games with it and stuff, but I'm just thinking of I saw the new Child's Play movie the other oh, week. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, here we go. Uh, yeah. Friends till the end. Yeah, that movie was not good. No? <laughs> no, wow. dude. It was pretty terrible. There were some cool death scenes and stuff, but overall, the way Chucky looked was fucking atrocious, man. I've seen, I haven't seen the movie, but I saw what Chucky looks like, and I was like, oh, dude. really? Yeah. That's that's what they came up with? That looks terrible. So no, if you want to see a good, real, like, newer Chucky movie, go see Cult of Chucky, the newest one that came out a couple years ago. That was fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. I wonder why they had to fucking bite it so bad with the yeah. new one. Yeah, it was from like, a, I don't know what company did it, but it's like a kind of a reboot, reimagining type of thing. That's why. So rarely Which is dumb work. because they're still making the original ones. Right. They're still going. It's right. like, why are you guys doing this? I mean. Right, right, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. Why, bringing back Tamagotchis, like, I, I you know, 60 bucks. I don't know. I, I guess it's hard for me to say because that's not my generation. But I just find it hard to believe that people are going to go and spend that kind of money on something like that when you can get so much more advanced things on now. your app, on your phone for right. like two bucks or whatever. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think that you'll you can get people into a lot a lot of that retro stuff for just for the nostalgia, as long as it's like priced right. I mean, things like the retro Star Wars figures and the Ghostbuster stuff and everything. Those are all things that are like well under $20, you know? I mean, I think that kind of thing you can get somebody to shell out for, but I just don't know if Tamagotchis are really going to be the kind of thing. Is it still with the old digital, primitive digital, like, Yeah, I was just reading it. It says the new version will have the original pets, but have a whole new level, next level of graphics, colors, and can connect to a mobile app. I was like... Why don't you just get the the mobile app? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know, but I guess it's something the kids can take with them. Who knows, It may be like a certain 
age group they're gearing towards. Right. That Maybe. they don't necessarily have cell phones yet. Right. D- d- is so, there? A, I thought they gave fucking kids a cell phone when they come out of the damn womb anymore. Pretty much, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe they will catch on. You know what needs to come back? What? Tiger Electronic Games. Fuck yeah! That's what I'm fucking talking about. I was thinking a little more primitive than that. I don't know. I mean, Tiger Electronic <laughs> Games are pretty primitive. I, I was thinking Pogs. Pogs. It's Elf, and he's back. Yeah. <laughs> it's Elf, and he's back in Pog form. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I remember Pogs. I, I never had Pogs. I never got Pogs. No. I think I, I had like a. Pa- I forgot how they came in a package of like ten or something like something that. Like that. Yeah, I think I had one that I bought, and now I was like, "All right, this is dumb. I'm not playing with this anymore." And what was the point? I just like collecting them, just like I collected bouncy balls. I just like collecting them. They were pretty. Yeah, I never understood the pogs things. I'm like, what are these supposed to be like? Cardboard tiddlywinks? Is that it? <laughs> Do you guys remember tiddlywinks? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was say, I know I'm dating myself now, and I'm talking <laughs> about tiddlywinks. You know. Yeah, I remember you made a game out of Pog. Like if you slammed them down or something. Mm-hmm. I forgot what or it you was. Flip them or something like that. Yeah. Got me. I v- vaguely remember. I just remember they were pretty. So I wanted the pretty ones. Something that was huge in my day was Magic: The Gathering trading cards and the card yeah. game. That was huge. Oh, I dealt dude. with a lot of those in my store. Yeah, Magic was a big deal. I think it's still pretty big. Oh yeah, I don't think it ever goes away. Yeah. Same with Pokemon, like the battle cards. Mm-hmm. When I was working mm-hmm. at Toys R Us, like. Every Saturday they had like a Pokemon tournament, and there was dudes like in their 30s and 40s that would show up. Oh sure, to play. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> well, still do. <laughs> look how many people were playing the Pokemon Go thing on their phones. That's true. The, the, mm-hmm. uh, Mark and all the periphery guys, man, they love that game. Yeah, I got in a whole conversation with him about it. He thought I was he thought I was <laughs> fucking with him. He was like, "You're making fun of me, right?" For I'm like, I'm like, no, dude, you have no idea what kind of a nerd I am. You know, I'm like, I think that shit's cool. He's like, oh wow. You're like the only person in the music scene that actually thinks that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm I'm a pretty big fucking dork. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, tons of adults. People love that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, that's a little different than the card game, but it's still basically still the same concept. Overall. Yeah. And lastly, real quick, speaking of, again, bringing things back from the 80s and 90s. Now I noticed that there is a trailer out at last for the third and hopefully final <laughs> movie in the Bill and Ted franchise, what do you think? Yeah. yeah, I I don't think it's a particularly good trailer. Yeah, maybe they'll put a better one that'll be more intriguing. Doubtful. <laughs> I think I think it looks terrible, man. I think the title of the movie is terrible. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Face the music. Yeah. Face the music. Yeah. I thought it was a joke at first. I was like, can't name the movie. Face the music. <laughs> <laughs> but they did. <laughs> I don't know. The title doesn't bother me that much. I just, I, I mean, the whole concept of it—that the only thing we can glean from the trailer is that now they're old and middle-aged, and they've got kids. And rather than becoming the gigantic worldwide sensation they were supposed to be with Wild Stallions and writing the song that was going to save the world, they're like relegated to playing like small bars, like me, <laughs> and and doing like next to nothing. So then they realize that they should just go to the future and steal the song from themselves <laughs> however that's supposed to work the whole concept <laughs> yeah, right that there can't just, work. you can't come in contact yeah. with yourself well they do it all the time in bill and ted i mean but the but the whole thing is is like i don't know it that just doesn't make i i can't wrap my head around that so you're going to go into the future 
to steal the song from yourself. But, but then you, the thing is, how is, do you know it's successful in the future? Yeah, you didn't write it, so how can it even exist in the future to be a popular song? Furthermore, if you know that it's going to exist in the future, then don't just then write it now. Why don't you just <laughs> then why do you just like not even bother? Just be like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll just wait for it to happen or whatever. I don't know. That's why I think we need more because the trailer really doesn't tell you much. It's not even really a trailer. It's almost more like a sneak peek. Snippet. Yeah, it's just like a snippet. It doesn't hardly show you anything. And I was like, this didn't necessarily dissuade me from wanting to see it, but it really didn't make me like really want to see it either. I was like, okay. I thought it'd be funnier and I don't know. I don't know. What do you people out there think? Are you you anxious for the Bill and Ted movie? Did, Did the trailer actually sell it for you because I see a lot of people are like super stoked about this. Well, I'm I'm curious to know, is it so much because it's Bill and Ted's new one or is it going to do well because it's the first movie to come out after the quarantine? Hmm. So people are just like, I just want to see a movie. I just want to go. Yeah, that's possible. I wonder how it's going to work, though, because they're obviously going to have limited seats. Yeah, well, that's we were talking about that yeah. in the last episode, figuring out how they're going to do all this. Maybe Bill and Ted's movie is going to be the movie that saves the future. Just like the Bill and Ted song is supposed to save, save the, future. the future. That's pretty deep. Maybe the movie, without them even realizing it, is the movie that will save the world. <laughs> I'm optimistically hopeful, we'll put okay. it that way. And Vito's got nothing. He's like, nope. No, I just think it looks forced and not good (laughs) it does feel a little forced yeah maybe it's because we just don't see keanu that way anymore yeah i mean he's fucking john wick yeah it's weird you know (laughs) so for him to go back to being that you know i don't know we'll see yep time will tell you're listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. All right, so I think it is time to get into a little bit of squad talk. Yeah. Kind of our uh, main main thing. Main topic. Yeah, and this time this is the one that really sort of caught my interest. And it was uh, an article was shared in the Geeking Squad group that discussed hidden treasure. <laughs> there was a hidden treasure. I, I never knew about this whole thing. This is something that's been going on for a decade. That's crazy. I never heard of it. No, I, never... I think I've heard of it, and I just thought he was a crazy old man. Well, I think a lot I of people... I still do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people kind of felt that way, but I just never even heard about it. I guess I should... I'll explain it. Yes. So, 10 years ago, this guy, Forrest Fenn, who's a New Mexico art collector, he found out that he was sick, I guess. He had, like, pancreatic cancer or something really bad like that okay and so he decided he was going to bury like a treasure chest like an old school fucking pirate 
style treasure chest that had like gold nuggets and sapphires and diamonds and coins and all this other shit in there. And he was originally going to have his cremains included in this and was going to have it buried at like around 5,000 feet above sea level or whatever it was up in the Rocky Mountains. Well, the first part of his plan kind of failed because he got better. (laughs) (laughs) Like in Monty Python, you know, I got better. (laughs) But he decided, "Ah, I'm still going to do this anyway because it'll be fun and everything and give give people something to uh, to uh, look forward to. And so he went and he buried this this treasure somehow. He found some spot. So back in 2010, he self-published this memoir called The Thrill of the Chase. And in it, he provided a bunch of clues to the location in 24 cryptic poems. Okay. Or like verses, you Mm -hmm. know. People had to like try to decipher these poems and stuff. So this is like total fucking national treasure type shit. (laughs) And that's why it's like I feel like if Megan would have known about this. I would have thought it was real. Well, and right. smart enough to figure out these poems. Well, you never know. You didn't fucking try it. Did I you? sure didn't, did I? <laughs> all right, you got me there. So you know, it had all this stuff that you had to like decipher. Apparently, there have been like tens of thousands <laughs> of people that have gone out trying to find find this. There have been whole like little like mini societies and stuff, groups that that are based around finding this treasure. And it became like this big thing and like people died. Was it four people died? At least four people died (laughs) to the point where like the the authorities in New Mexico where he's from and everything like went to him and were like, hey, man, (laughs) you need to retract this whole thing because people are fucking dying. And it's (laughs) like and it's your fault, you know, because you Mm -hmm. put this up there. I mean, it really kind of is. I mean, he's at least the instigator. I mean, it doesn't force anybody to have to go get it, but let's face facts. People are going to go fucking get it, you know? This is like, it's a mad, 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 mad world, you know, if you've ever seen that movie. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Nope. Oh, my so. God. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. We're going to watch that movie sometime. Okay. It's, are we writing these all down? We should be. <laughs> but anyway, the point of all of this is apparently last week, he came forward and announced that somebody found the treasure. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing about that: the person who found the treasure has said they don't. They want to remain anonymous. Has he said they said that? Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Exactly. Now there's all these like theories from these people. They're like, was it all bullshit? Maybe it was all just a bullshit lie or whatever, and this is his way of getting out of it. Or maybe he's bowing to pressure of you know authorities and stuff because now there's all these people that have died and all this and maybe he just is trying to throw them off the the hunt and everything Mm -hmm. or maybe he wants it back for himself i was gonna say i bet he's dying again (laughs) he wants his treasure back so he can get his ashes in there this time and then it'll be back on once he's dead he claims that that's not it because he even said like even when the authorities came to him and were like hey man knock this off if you put your treasure up there go get your fucking treasure Mm-hmm. And bring it back. And he said something to the effect of like, no, I, I'm not going to do that because you can't blame me. It'd be like somebody blaming me for in, installing a swimming pool and they drown. If somebody drowns in the pool, you don't just drain the pool. You got to teach and they just got to learn how to swim. 
I, I think they could sue you, though, if they die in your pool. <laughs> right? That's why you have, like, home insurance to protect you against Well, stuff he, like he's that. talking about, like, if somebody installs a pool for somebody else, it's not the person that installed its fault. It's the homeowner. I see. Okay. This is their pool. I guess. But that's, well, yeah. So they have to sue the Rocky Mountains for being so dangerous. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See who would take on that case. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been interesting offshoots of this. Like, I guess, so there's been these whole, like, like I said, there have been these, like, groups, these little foundations of people that get together and stuff and are based around this whole treasure thing and trying to, people trying to decipher it. But then, like, those groups have also sort of, like, come to just be, like, helpful groups for the people involved and they even like go and do like help out other people. I think like one of the people that was in the group fell on some sort of like hardships in their personal life. And then like all the people that were in that group, like banded together and like helped them financially and everything, helped them get back on their feet. And it's like, so there's been like these like really positive offshoots from this too. Mm -hmm. Maybe accidental. I don't know if Mr. Fenn ever imagined this that, you know, but it's brought people together it kind of reminds me, <laughs> this is a stretch, I guess. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of, do you remember the one episode of Doctor Who where there's that group of people that all start meeting and it's all based around because they, they're all trying to find the doctor. It's a really, really bad episode. It was that really stupid Ugh. one when the girl gets turned into the piece of concrete or whatever yeah, it was exactly. at the end and... Yeah, it's the it's the worst. It's one of the worst Doctor Who episodes. Episode. But what's nice about that episode? <laughs> one of the underlying themes of that episode is it's all these disparate people that come together, and in this group because they all believe in the Doctor because nobody knows the Doctor is still around or they, that he exists or whatever. But they've had their sightings and stuff, and they start this like little group. They end up after a while the whole thing about the doctor ends up kind of almost being like a footnote. Like they just all start getting together and helping each other out and doing activities. And they form this great bond of people that originally came together because of this cause. But now it's turned into something organic and familial and all that mm -hmm. kind of shit. And it's kind of like that, I guess, with some of these people. Mm -hmm. So the downside of it is it's a huge, there's a shitload of people that are really bummed now that this treasure has been found because now it's like, oh, okay, well, that's the end of this then. Should we still stay together? Should we still be a group? Do we find another cause? You know, like, you get what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's an interesting situation there. But another thing is there's a bunch of these people that are like, I don't know if it's really been found. There's a lot of people that are like, mm, I might still go search for this because I think this is just trying to throw us off. You know, people are always conspiracy yeah. theorizing and stuff. Yeah. You know, if somebody came up with something like that again, and if you had good reason to believe that it was legit, would you guys be tempted to go and get in on it? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you guys did not hesitate Our, our podcast all. would quickly change. Yeah. <laughs> Veer off. Into the investigation of that. Yeah, because nope. I love like heist movies and mm -hmm. National Treasure type of things. So yep. that'd be really fun to do, actually. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I know you love National Treasure. I love National Treasure. That's One of my faves. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love stuff like that. I love stuff like that in Dan Brown books. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. Like, James Rollins has yeah. stuff like that yeah. too. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we already yeah. know how you guys feel about James <laughs> Rollins. I don't know if I would... Uh, you know me. I'm not as adventurous as you guys are. <laughs> you guys are like, you know, yeah, I hope it's buried in Egypt and everything. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, God. That'd still be amazing. Waiting, I'm still waiting to go to Egypt, man. Yeah. It's oh, going to happen one day. It is. We're going. Yeah. You guys have a great time. <laughs> we will. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. You guys have an awesome time, and you go say hi to all the people that keep watching our fucking mummy video. <laughs> 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 it's no fucking joke. People have died trying to find this thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is $2 million worth of treasure, but still. You know, so here's the thing. What, what happens when they find it? Like, do they have to claim it to the government? Well, yeah. I you would know. imagine there's got to be something like that. Just like you find a shipwreck, you got to claim. You're I don't still know. going to tax your ass on it. Yeah, you would lose like half of it, mm-hmm. pretty much. That's probably why this person's staying silent if they yeah. really did find it. Like, I ain't paying taxes. Maybe yeah. just, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I mean, yeah, is that even how it goes? Like, say, see, because I know, I know so little about this kind of thing. Like, how does it. Because what if you're out, like, like, let's say you're out somewhere and you find a wallet that's got $5,000 in it. With no ID, and you're like, well, I'm not going to turn this in because I don't know who it belongs to. I'm just going to keep the five thousand dollars. Like, you don't have to. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know because I think yeah. I think technically, I'm not well, sure how the $5, law works. Five thousand dollars, you could just spend it. Where the because if the, it's yeah. treasure like that, what and are you going to do with it? That money's most likely already been taxed. That oh, that matter. don't mean nothing. <laughs> 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 because I mean, how does that work with things like when you find gold? And diamonds and stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's like you, it's not just cash you can go spend. You have to convert that to liquid cash. Yeah, I guess if, like, even if you went to a pawn store, they still have paperwork to fill out. I'm sure mm-hmm. you have to give them your social security number oh, and shit like yeah. that. I bet that's how they get you. Yeah, that's how they get you. They, they got they'll get you one way or another. <laughs> even if you go to a bank and put in a safety deposit box, like at some point you gotta, like you said, turn that into cash. Mm-hmm. You if, know? if you ever want to use it, yeah. Yeah. Checking the cash. Checking the cash. <laughs> <laughs> Love those commercials, man. Go oh God, I can't stand it. Uh, but, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, that's just something I never even really would have thought of when you think about things like all these movies when they, you know, discover caverns of gold and rubies or cash and all these other things is like the reality of how would you even spend that and convert it and i wonder if you can take it to like the cayman islands or something like that and set up a bank account and then oh, launder yeah. it through yeah. that avenue you know that yep. might be a, a loophole you can get yeah, into maybe if you even know how to do that that's true yeah maybe <laughs> in order to start um, with that <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um for anybody that's listening to this <laughs> Uh, we have no idea what we're talking about, and maybe we shouldn't be talking about this on a public yeah, broadcast. Yeah, and then the other thing is, how would you get it to the Cayman Islands? You can't wire gold, so you'd have to put it on a plane, but then that's that's weird. Well, if you guys want to go on these fucking adventures, you better think this shit through, all right? <laughs> we have to like get a lawyer on retainer or something, just yeah. in case. An adventure lawyer. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. Can you, uh, I, there's got to be one that exists, <laughs> there has right? There has to be. Or if he was smart, he would have made his own firm based on the amount of people that went to go find this treasure. He'd be like, you know what? That's a business opportunity. I'm going to become an adventure seeker lawyer to protect you and your assets. Yeah. Could you imagine the infomercial for that? It's like, are you a gold spelunker? Do you like ravaging old caves and uh, deep diving for diamonds? Do you have any idea what you're going to do with that shit once you actually get it? 
Chip Bones do. Malone, you're, you're, I'm here for you, and I want half. And your money, yeah. <laughs> and your treasure. Yeah. No, look here, it says no money down. Oh, no, there's a missing comma. No, money down. <laughs> Lionel Hutz or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show that even with the internet and everything, man, it's a big world, and there's a lot of shit going on out there that, you think you're like on top of everything no, and you're no. just not. I mean, there's so many things. Meanwhile, for the last decade, there has been a fucking multi-million dollar hidden treasure in the Rocky Mountains and we didn't know about it. Blew it. It'd be cool if somebody did this more frequently. You know, there's a bunch of crusty old rich white motherfuckers out there like, come on, man. You're all dying and old and shit. Just make us some treasure. <laughs> well, there's that, um, was it geocaching where like you can put in like something into a ball and you like upload coordinates. So like you can go to Europe and f- have this app and it'll take you to someplace that has like this, like almost like a time uh, capsule. Okay. It's weird. Like huh. there's a whole group of people online that do this geocaching. Okay. That could be something. Yeah. Yeah. A smaller version of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be interesting. How about this? What if some really rich eccentric guy, like a Richard Branson-y kind of guy, right? What if on one of the trips out into space, <laughs> he actually put like out in space some kind of like thing, like some kind of like little satellite capsule thing that has like $20 million in it? First person that, you know, and eventually, like we talked about in the last episode or the episode before, like space travel is going to become more common in the future and everything. It's like get out there into space and see if you can find my my fucking treasure, you know, Sputnik, you know, <laughs> spend a hundred million dollars to get up there to get a <laughs> to 20, get 20 million. million dollars. <laughs> but it's not about the money, man. It's about it's about winning, you know. <laughs> You know that for a lot of these people, Again, I'm sure. Again, you don't have to actually put $20 million up there. You just put the satellite up there. Like, well, no, right, he should there, put the 20 No, I mean, you're a dick if you don't put the $20 million in there. But I'm just saying. Fooled you. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, like, I don't think that it's just about, like, having having the money. I think it's about, like, the adventure, you yeah. know. It's pictured that little bully on Simpsons going, ha, ha, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He opens a capsule out. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What do you suggest? All right, so moving on now to our what do you suggest portion of the show. This is where we uh, suggest things that y'all should check out. <laughs> Various stuff that we've been into lately. I know, Vito, you've got a couple things you uh, were talking about possibly mentioning. Yeah, so I've been on another kick where I watch underwater movies and like <laughs> ship movies and stuff like that. Shit movies? Ship. You're always watching <laughs> shit movies. Um, I posted this in the group, but I'll just mention again, this movie called Underwater that came out earlier this year, which was pretty fantastic. It's about this underwater creature that demolishes this drilling platform. And it's, I don't want to spoil what it's about, but it's got this mythology behind it that's really fucking cool. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And then I saw a movie on Amazon called Lost Voyage with Christopher Walken. Or oh. not Christopher Walken, I'm sorry. I was going to say. Um, Lance Henriksen. In this <laughs> case, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a big difference. Man. I know it is. I don't know why I said Christopher Walken, but Lance Henriksen, Judd Nelson, and my oh. girl Janet Gunn, who was in Carnosaur 3, Primal Species. Oh, so. God. 
This is like a haunted ghost ship type of movie that goes into the Bermuda Triangle and comes back haunted. Okay. Very pretty. It's pretty interesting. It's more of a B level movie, but I th- think it's still good. So if you're into like the movie Ghost Ship and Event Horizon, this is probably going to oh, be okay. up your alley. That's cool. And then a book recommendation is Saturn by Ben Bova, which I just reread the other week or good this old, past week. Good old Ben, ben Bova. Bova. <laughs> Red Rover, Red Rover, it's time for you to bend over. <laughs> Sorry, every time Vito brings up Ben Bova, I just can't help myself. I'm a fucking child. But anyway, go on. Buddy. So Saturn is, I don't remember which, it's like number 13 or 16 in the Grand Tour series, which is a collection of books that take place in our solar system. And this one has 10,000 humans that go to start a new colony okay. around orbit of Saturn. Mm. and it's just kind of how they set up a government and there's like weird um, like political tensions behind it and then they get to Saturn and there's a stuntman that does these VR tours to make money and stuff and okay. he goes through the rings of Saturn oh and wow it's pretty neat man so definitely check that out I don't know how you'd get through the rings of Saturn because you know it's all rock yeah it's mostly ice but yeah there's right. points where you can kind of go Oh. And it doesn't affect you as much. Well, in the book, anyway. I was just going to say, we, we know this I for know sure, from huh? experience, so <laughs> believe me, you can do it. Yeah. Saturn's always been a planet. That's probably the planet that I'm the most fascinated mm-hmm. with. I know most people talk about Mars. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. There's just something interesting about it. Jupiter just fucking scares me. <laughs> Jupiter freaks me out. That's a scary-ass fucking planet. Yeah. Man. Wasn't it Jupiter when they like recorded all the sounds that each planet makes? Wasn't it Jupiter? It was yes. freaky as shit. Like, Ooh, bleh, yeah. that's yes. creepy. That's what I said. Yep. Jupiter, Jupiter's a whole other. Well, we're gonna save that for another conversation because Jupiter's all. You know, you think about 2010. You know, the year we make contact mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and Jupiter's gonna blow up and become our second sun eventually. I'm telling you, and then Europa's gonna be the next Earth. Mm-hmm. All these worlds are yours. Except Europa, yeah, attempt no landing there. And what do we do in 2063? Fucker, we went there again because yep. we are dumb. Because humans are <laughs> stupid. Yep, <laughs> they don't fucking listen or learn. Anyway, Meg, you got some uh, suggestions? I'm going to stick with space. Okay. And I'm going to recommend this silly little show, Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, the previews for that, and I mean... It, it, it's pretty silly. It's like a show that takes itself seriously, but it, you really don't take it seriously. Like everybody in the show is like, I'm very serious. <laughs> I mean it. Do this and stuff. It has a lot of stars. Um, John Malkovich. Steve Carell. Steve Carell, um, Lisa Kudrow, Patrick Warburton, huh. Jane Lynch. She's got a lot oh, of big names wow. in it. But it, it, what's funny is it has all these big stars, but it was all the newer ones that I didn't know personally. Okay. That really made the show for me. Mm. Okay. Like Steve Carell's daughter, um, Diana Silvers and stuff. She was, her expressions and stuff like that. She's a okay. cranky teenage daughter. So I know it's got Steve Carell in it. It's hard to glean from the. Is it anything like The Office? Is I it, have no idea. I don't watch The Office. Okay. I've never seen The I Office. I didn't know so. if is it that kind because I, I wonder if it's that kind of humor. That's I would of, say yes. I think it was made by the guys who did The Office or oh, something like okay. that. If Good. I, I might be wrong about that, but I thought it said something from the creators of The Office. Oh, okay. I hope so because I could see it working really well because when you're describing it as like that the people on there are taking themselves seriously uh-huh. but it's ridiculous, yes. that's how The Office is. Yes, yeah. So that's very much like that because <clears throat> okay. Steve Carell is like, 
got assigned a promotion and he got assigned Space Force. It was a brand new force. He's like, well, I'm making history. And at first I was like, oh, I don't want this. I'm making fun of me and stuff. He's like, no, I'm making history. I'm going to be the first. I'm going to make it great. And so he goes and does this and like they spent spending billions of dollars. So he has to justify himself and he gives this brilliant speech and the Air Force guy. He's like, oh, you, you're not going anywhere. And he tries to use the same thing. He's like, you can't use the same thing he just used. What's the fuck wrong with you? <laughs> that only works once. But yeah, so he's he's a fuck up, but he's a lovable fuck up. Well, that's usually Steve Carell. Yeah. yeah so it, it was pretty fucking cute, I have to admit. Now, are they releasing really like all episodes at once or is it like a weekly all thing? All at once. Oh, okay. I want to see yeah, that. Yeah, it was easy. I think they're like 30 minute episodes, so it's oh, really easy right. to binge watch. Nice. I really hope we get a real Space Force before I die. <laughs> Because I've been waiting for that since I was a kid, man. Well, I thought I th- I could be wrong, but I thought I saw an article where this was in pro- progress already before our actual Space Force was named. So there's like oh, a really? legal battle over who gets the oh, name wow. or something. What a weird coincidence, yeah. you know. So that is my recommendation. Or they could just do <laughs> they could just do like all the fucking metal bands do when they have the same name, and we'll call it Space Force AD. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just add AD on the end. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. All right. And so for my recommendation this week, um, I'm going to recommend a music thing. So my recommendation is a new album by, well, there's a band that came out in the early 70s and they're called Sparks. Okay. And it's two brothers, uh, Ron Sparks and- Sparks Brothers? Yeah, the Sparks Brothers, yeah. <laughs> Ron and Russell Mail. they're from California. Uh-huh. And it's hard to describe their music. They're a really weird duo. Russell was the lead singer, and he had, like, wavy Jim Morrison hair. And he was, like, the typical lead singer guy. He kind of yeah. looked, looked like Mark Bolin from T-Rex and all that. He was perfect, especially in the early 70s, very glammy. And then his brother Ron was the one who wrote the music- and he played keyboards and stuff. And his image was the complete, <laughs> intentionally the complete opposite. He was extremely slender, very slender. And he would wear like old timey like suits. <laughs> nice. And he, and he had and he had this like <laughs> slicked, like greased back uh, black hair and little like Charlie Chaplin mustache. And he would sit there <laughs> and he would just sit there when he would play. His keyboards and stuff like they're singing these like quirky songs and he would sit there and just like glare at the audience like and roll his eyes and just be like just just a total weird. They were so quirky. And I've I've always liked this band. I I, they're one of those bands that goes through all sorts of different phases. They somehow always manage to sound like themselves, but they've covered like the whole musical spectrum like Rush. I was just going to say. Yeah. Sparks is kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. And Sparks actually, in my opinion, kind of invented 80s new wave music. Okay. Because I could play you some songs they've done. And I, if I played it for you, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that sounds total 80s. But it actually came out in like 1977. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like, well, they I mean, these guys are literally like 70 years old now, or at least Ron, the weird one. They just put out a new album called A Steady Drip, Drip, Drip. I didn't realize this was coming out until fairly recently. I guess they they released it online back in May, and now the physical product's Mm -hmm. coming out in July. I just found it recently, like a week and a half ago. I was like, oh, I didn't realize this was already out. It's my album of the year. 
already. Like, I mean, there might be something else. I mean, we still got half a year to go and this wacky year, but (laughs) it's my album of the year. Like these guys are that old and they put out one of the best albums of their entire career. And they've put out like a lot of out. They've probably got like two dozen albums out because their first one came out in 74. I'm just like, man, it's like when you have bands that can do that, that even at that old age and they're not just doing rehash stuff and everything, you're hearing it and you're like, God, there's still new ideas. If you're into that kind of stuff, if there's people out there that are like, if you're into anything from like glammy stuff, if you're into new wave stuff, if you're into things like Mr. Bungle and Faith No More, if you're into like just Prague and Spock's beard stuff and all that kind of shit, there's something in sparks for you. It's not for everybody. That's for sure. It's definitely one of those things that you're like, this is kind of goofy, but it's just quirky and weird. So that that's that's my recommendation is the new sparks album Mm. because yeah, I'm really looking forward to I ordered the vinyl <coughs> of it, but I've been listening to it online and stuff. They just did a uh, they just did a quarantine session video for one of the songs on the album where they all did it separately and everything. And it's it's a it's fucking amazing. <laughs> wow. And then one last thing I'd like to recommend is if anybody knows who Charlie Benante is from Anthrax, the drummer, man, he's been killing it with the quarantine videos. Yeah. He's been doing all sorts of stuff like at one point, he got the guys, the other guys from SOD together, and they did some SOD quarantine videos. I mean, those guys haven't played together as SOD in quite a while now. He's been doing all sorts of like really cool collaborations with all these different musicians, John Five and guys from Testament and Violence and all these other bands, and just doing covers, doing doing different stuff. It's really cool. Maybe we'll do a November's Doom one. We can just drive to his house. Yeah, <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think he cares. <laughs> But anyway, all right, guys, I think that's about it. I think, uh, man, we talked about a lot yeah, of stuff. we covered a lot of ground today. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot going on now, you know. Mm-hmm. So, And there's a lot more. I've Already, just in the last couple of days, I've seen more things come up. Yep. And we'll be recording more soon. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We're putting this out still every other Wednesday, basically. Mm-hmm. We'll see if people respond to it. Maybe we'll even start doing it more. Kick up a notch. Yeah, we might. I'm enjoying it. So let us know what you think. If you enjoy the show, you know, give us a thumbs up or give us a comment. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Let us know what you thought about what we did talk about. Because Share topic ideas in the squad. Yes. Shout out to all our homies and homets in the squad. There's all we've heard from a bunch of you guys lately. Uh, George is always sharing good stuff and Mm -hmm. Danny and Alex and Angie and all the rest of you guys. We appreciate all your input and uh, keep it coming. And all of our Patreons. We love you guys. Thank you guys. Yeah. All of you patrons there that that help us out on Patreon. We're super thankful for any support we get from you you don't have to do that you know of course but it helps immensely megan got a new new toy yep i got us a gimbal the gimbal bowl yep it's pretty cool it follows your face around and stuff yeah pretty neat. set it on the table or hook it up to a tripod oh, it looks like nice. yeah yeah it's a little Be excited the, to play with that thing right yeah, you ho- you can put your iPhone on there, and if you're filming, if you're moving around a lot, it has face recognition, so the gimbal moves, moves and follows you. the camera for you, so you don't have to worry about moving it around or having somebody else operate the camera. It's really cool. So, yeah, if you want to know more about the gimbal, that's G-I-M-B-O-W-L, you can look it up online, or reach out to one of us, and we'll uh, we'll get you that information. With that, guys, I think it is a wrap. 
It is a rap. Not a ninja this. rap, but a rap. <laughs> ninja, ninja, <laughs> rap. <laughs> Name that movie, Megan. I have no fucking oh clue. I'm so oh done with you guys God. right now. <laughs> Lay it on her. It's a sequel. Of course it is. About some turtles. Oh. That are teenage. Ice. Turtles. That are mutants. But they're also ninjas. <laughs> I, I'm not for sure where you're going with this, Vito. You know, <laughs> that was like in our wheelhouse, Megan. I know. I, I mean, love it, too. I, I don't know. Just wasn't there with you guys. She's apparently. done. I'm sorry. I'm done. She's done. She's going to go play with I'm her. Check it out. Yeah. All right. We are out of here. See you soon, everybody. 